What are you aware of right now? What's going on, everybody? This is The Specifist, and today, um, I got a couple of episodes brewing, but I don't know where they're going to go, honestly, but anyways. Today, we're going to be talking about something that I'm really becoming aware of, actually, and it's really interesting, and... Um, this is probably just going to be like a, f- a first segment part of this episode and then we'll go deeper um, the next day or the day after or whatever because I'm still kind of working through this. But one of the things I'm being aware of is that you can only have so much focus, can only have so much Bits of information throw, flowing throughout your consciousness every day, kind of thing. That too. And the reason why this is important is because. So let me give you an example of what I'm talking about, right? Um, there's a couple things I mean by this, but to give you an example of time. There's only the limited resources that you have. You have to figure out what to do. And time's a good example, right? What? Let me guess. Let's just give you an example of like somebody who plays video games all day or something. What can he not do when he is playing video games? Pretty much everything else, right? Um, in the same way your mind and willpower kind of works. And probably other things as well, to a certain extent because of the uh, mind itself. But um, this, this video game player is playing video games, and when he's doing this, he can't clean, he can't try to learn how to socialize or... Whatever it might be, online or even in reality or whatever it is. Uh, and so, if he or she or they or whatever wants to do something different, they have to stop playing video games and do those things if that's what they want to do. Things like this. Um, I think we all understand this, right? Time. But there's also... This also applies to less tangible aspects. Willpower. Thinking. Um, awareness to a certain extent. Like, what are you aware of right now? Of course, you're probably listening to me. You probably... You might be cleaning. Or you just might be sitting down. Uh, stuff like this. And <clears throat> you can only be aware of so much throughout the day before your mind uh, gets tired because the brain works by wandering. Um, I've talked about this before. It's kind of an evolutionary benefit, right? Like if you're 
constantly focused and you never have the ability to mind wonder. You wouldn't notice something coming up behind you when you're hunting something or whatever, right? Um, and so mind wondering has um, evolutionary benefits, basically. And um, and so it's not like you're aware that it's not like you have an awareness muscle that like gets tired out. It's more like your mind is built to uh, wonder in different ways, which is actually a good thing in some ways. You just have to know how to use that productively, which is honestly something I'm still kind of figuring out because I just realized this, but. Um, And the same with willpower, right? Um, if you're... So I'll give you an example of this. Let's say that you are... You wake up. Your brain says, I want a cookie. Cookie, cookie, cookie. And you're like, no, I don't want a cookie. And you you like use willpower to stop yourself from eating a cookie. And then you use your willpower to stop yourself from... You know, shouting at your coworker, you use your willpower to, you know, whatever it is. Throughout the day, it's gonna make you more tired. It's making it's gonna make you have less uh, willpower and ways to. Uh, and so it's gonna have make you have less willpower in this way. Not like you have a willpower muscle, but for the same basic reason that we're talking about here. And so, when you get home, you can't resist yourself from having that cookie or that uh, bowl of ice cream or whatever it is. Not, not that there's anything wrong with that necessarily, but if you're a little concerned about those kinds of things, you have to be sparing with your willpower usage throughout the day. Uh, it doesn't mean that you shout at your work coworker. Maybe the uh, idea is not to do that, is to breathe deeply and things like this. Like you find ways of doing things that require less effort, really, because willpower to me has to do with a lot of effort. Willpower and effort are basically the same thing to me in a lot of ways and are very similar you can have um, a person who is putting a lot of effort into thinking about something, which makes him less aware later on, basically. And so I think willpower and effort are very much the same thing uh, in different ways. Like willpower is, or effort is the... Uh, Verb version of this kind of thing. So, I will end the segment here. I want to go deeper into this. I mean, it's pretty explanatory, but I'm I'm sure there's a lot we can get dive into with this information. So, hope you enjoy this segment, and I'll talk to the next one. So, this basically has to do with clutter. Clutter, there's basically two basic categories that I'm going to name here, which are basically clutter and uh, 
effort or force. Something along those lines, right? Um, clutter. It basically all has to do with clutter, really, if you think about it. But we'll get into all of this. So, um, I did an episode. I did a, a segment on this last night. Um, and it wasn't that great. It was all right. But um, I wanted to redo it because it wasn't very good. So, there are many different types of this that, that you ha- might have happen. There's thought. There's the idea of time, which is very obvious, like we've said. Where basically like you, what you could do, literally you could uh, make a little journal, a time journal you could call it. And what you could do literally is whenever you do something, notice the time before you do it and after it, if you can, if you remember and just write down everything you did that day. And if you can, remember all the things, uh, that t- the time it might have t- taken to do those things. Uh, so that you can kind of measure what you actually do every day kind of thing. Uh, you can do this with a lot of other stuff as well, but uh, that way you can kind of get a sense of what you do, how you do it, and this kind of thing. Um... And then you kind of like do this thing that you can do where basically what you're doing is you become aware of all these different things, right? You become aware of the, how much willpower you're using as well because willpower is not an inexhaustible uh, in, a, in a very literal sense, right? So what did, what did you resist? What did you keep yourself from doing with a lot of force and effort? Uh, things like this, right? So like I said, this all really revolves around uh, two basic categories. Effort and clutter. Clutter having to do with things like time, uh, thoughts, Sounds. How many sounds are you hearing around you? How many sounds are you contributing to what you're hearing around you? Uh, things like this. Um, and the effort category, the focus category, could be things like contemplating, th- th- thinking, thinking hard, especially like effortful thinking, you could call it. Um, you know, how much effort are you putting into thinking, you know, willpower, um, meditating, well, meditating is kind of interesting, it kind of uses a bit of both to declutter, and to, uh, in some cases, de-effortize, if that makes any sense, uh, but also focus. It gives you um, more focus for less effort, basically. But anyways, it's a different episode. So I'm going to go over some of these here with you. Because like I said, time is a very obvious example, but there's other examples that are very, very close. So the next example is attention. What are you paying attention to 
attention is the currency of your reality? What thoughts are you paying attention to? What sounds do you pay attention to? What, uh, you know, things like this, right? And the more things that you pay attention to, the more overwhelmed you can become by this fact, by these, by this attention, by all these things that you're trying to remember, trying to, you know, whatever it is. Another example of this as well is memory. Um, short-term memory only remembers so much until it gets into long-term memory. And so, what are you trying to remember right now? How are you trying to remember it? Um, but mostly, what are you trying to remember, right? Because if you're remembering, too, if you're trying to remember too much, if you're trying to keep too much in short-term memory to put it in long-term memory, you will forget it all. Uh, I've, I've had to learn this a lot through a lot of uh, experimentation and stuff. Um, yeah, thoughts. What are you thinking? There's no way to list all your thoughts, but you could become aware. In a typical minute of your day, of all the thoughts that are going on, um, things like this. All right. So, the cognitive functions play a role in this too, a little bit, right? Extroverted sensing, introverted sensing. Basically, sensing is noticing something, whether that be your inner or outer reality. There are two basic realities, inner and outer, right? Outer is like this, the floor, the uh, fan you might be hearing. Um, it's actually a heater, but you might be hearing it a little bit. Um, you know, I got the enhancement going, so you might not hear it as much, but. And the, you know, whatever's going on around you, around your area, maybe a car horn, something like this. Extroverted sensing, that's extroverted sensing. Introverted sensing is basically, people get uh, this idea of extroversion, extroversion a little bit confused. Um, but basically, introverted has to do with within, within yourself. Extroverted from without, without yourself, outside of yourself, basically. That's really all it boils down to. We can go deeper into this, but... That's really what it is, right? So introverted sensing is noticing things from within, noticing your thoughts, noticing your emotions, noticing your memories, uh, things like this. Uh, and those things can be cluttered. You can use the, this function so much that you can literally clutter your entire uh, process, your thought process, because... I made an episode on this and I want to go, I might want to go deeper on this eventually, but called Your Mind is Only Past. Your Mind is Only Your Past. Uh, 
talking about how basically your mind, especially your thoughts, only know what happened, even if it was only a couple of seconds ago or less, maybe like a second, maybe like half a second. And that what knows the present is what you could call awareness or the sensing function, which is a non-rational function or irrational function, if you want to use that phrase. I use the word non-rational, which basically just means that it isn't using uh, the uh, ability to make sense of things. It's not making sense of things. It's just aware of those things. Right. Um, same with any kind of other function. Introverted thinking, extroverted thinking. Um, which one are you using more, right? Are you, are you more aware of your inner thoughts or are you more aware of like the thoughts of others, the collective basically? Are you aware of your inner feelings, introverted feeling, or are you more aware of the, the uh, social harmony of the group, taking care of the feelings of the group kind of thing? Uh, yeah, this is cluttering your life. All these different things clutter your life in different ways. Um, and of course, we get into introversion and extroversion. Which one are you using more? Are you over relying upon introversion or extroversion? Right. Um, and then perceiving and judging. You know, this this is uh, the basics of this this uh, personality typing system, but that's basically what's going on here. And so it's all about decluttering your life a little bit. It's not like a, you have to do it extremely, like completely like, oh, let's get rid of all of this clutter. Just it's like you notice there's a lot of clutter on the table and you just decide to knock it all off the table. It's all it flaws on the floor and all this stuff. Um, no, it's about getting rid of some of the items that don't really matter as much. And that's why it's important to make a, uh, a sort of time journal. What are you doing throughout the day? What is less important to you? If you find yourself doing things that are not important, you know, busy work, you could call it. Uh, I remember... You know, people you always used to use this word. Oh, they're just giving us busy work in a school or whatever. Just things to make us do whatever. Um, are there things that you're doing right now that you're just doing because it makes the sort of lower primal part of yourself happy, but isn't really serving you very much? Um I've called it lesser purposes and greater purposes. Right? What is the lesser purpose? The sat the uh, moment to moment uh, satisfactions that may s satisfy the lower primal self, but in the long run isn't going to help you that much, right? This is where we all are here. We're in a, in a world now where clutter is becoming more and more and more of a thing. And this is probably going to keep increasing. Uh, that's why 
people are all, everywhere talking about how stressed they are and how alone they feel and because they're focused, they're, they're cluttering their life. There's this thing that I never seem to understand, which is called fear of missing out, where like you basically are afraid that something is going to happen, it's going to be awesome or whatever, and you're going to miss out on it. And so you have to do all these different things. Go, 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 go. And this kind of thing. Um, there's, there's nothing wrong with being busy. That's not the problem that I see. Um, because somebody was telling, making an episode about this, which I actually do agree with. Um, there's nothing wrong with it, right? But the question is, are you doing this for the lesser or greater purposes? We have to, you have to find out what your greater purpose is. If you don't have a greater purpose, you have nothing. So many people are walking around without a greater purpose. They're just doing what they're doing because they've been told to do it. They've been told by their society to do it. Like, oh, get the good job. Get the millionaire position or something, right? Or... You know, get the kids. If you get the kids, you'll be happy, right? Get the good relationship. Maybe that's not for you. Maybe it is, right? It doesn't really make a difference whether uh, you do this for... Or it does make a difference, sorry. It makes a very big difference whether you're doing this for yourself or others. Uh, and one of the big insights that I'm becoming more aware of is that you're... All that you're really doing... You're doing for yourself. Um, <laughs> you know, this is where we're going to get into controversial stuff. Because you, what you do, literally, is just for you. It's not for anybody else. Really. Uh, and at the highest level, there is nobody else. There's no one else. There's no one here but you. Right? Um, I think of it as, in, as if like you're the character in a game. And everybody else is the NPC. The non-player character. Right? If you play, ever played a game. Um, and so for you, everybody is, is basically an NPC. But for me... Everyone else, including you, is the NPC. That's <laughs> almost what's happening here. Because there is nobody else. There's literally nobody else. Uh, yeah, that's hard to want to understand if you haven't really seen this yourself. But I want to go into this in a deeper episode uh, while trying to... Uh, explain it without going into all that because it's... Just kind of like where you you will probably be like, what? No. Maybe in the end of the episode, I will go deeper into that part of it to help you maybe see this. But um, you're probably not going to see it at your current state of mind. Um, so basically, lesser, greater purposes. How much focus are you putting into things? How much clutter do you have in your life? Inner and outer clutter. 
things like this, right? What is going on? And, you know, what do you basically do about all this, right? Um, so in the case of focus, if you're putting too much effort into something, become aware of this. Become aware of all this effort that you're putting into this this thing. And see if you can notice what emotion is causing this. There's like a, uh, uh, and this might just be me, but I don't really think it is. Especially if you're really like focused. There's kind of like a, uh, um, an emotion of, I get this done, like I need more to do, I should do more of this. Or whatever, right? It's hard to explain exactly what this is. It's not necessarily like anxiety. It's not anger. But it is like a, a will or a drive to do something. And sometimes that, that is great. But sometimes it just kind of goes even when you don't really need it to go. Um, kind of thing. And so you might not be able to turn it off all the time. When you want it to turn off. So notice that, become aware of it. And all you really need to do at that point is to take a few deep breaths. Notice your body kind of relaxing, nothing like this. Um, and for the different types of clutter, you know, there's different solutions, but like for the thought clutter, for instance, you know, meditate, learn how to meditate. It's, it's basically about becoming persistent really, because people think that when you meditate, you're, you're going to have to get rid of all your thoughts, silence all your thoughts. Um, but that's not really what's happening here. And in some cases, like if you're more advanced with it, you can kind of do this, but for most of you, you're probably not going to be able to do this. And so it's basically about returning back to the object of concentration over and over and over again, basically. Um, you know, like, for instance, if you're noticing your breathing as a meditation, you can, ha you will have thoughts. You will probably wonder and you will forget about the practice until you remember and you go, oh, shit, I got to focus. And so notice that, notice that you did that, and then return back to the breath, right? That's, that's one way of doing this. There's another way that's uh, almost even better in, in a lot of ways, which is what you do is, uh, this was a, I think this was a, brought, this was something that I, I, um, I found from this video from a channel, I think it was called Selfless Awakening. Can't remember though, but it was anyways. Basically what you do is you think of numbers or letters um, and you just count A, B, and then you pause like this. A, B, C, and D, you know, things like this. And so you do that Um, and the more you can kind of do this, the more your brain 
sort of silences itself almost automatically somehow. Some kind of like magic uh, system. Oh, it's really interesting uh, how that works. If you are interested in doing this, very it's very simple. I did an episode on this a while back, but that's really what it is. You just basically put silence in between the letters or the numbers. One, two, three, four, basically, you know, something like this, right? And you may forget. You may notice that your thoughts go, go somewhere else. And to, so notice that and then return back to this practice. And you may not know where you left off with the numbers. And so you return back to one. One, two, you know, whatever it is. Or A. Um, things like this. And you can do both of these things. And another technique that I've developed is what I call the breathe and watch technique. Which is basically where you notice the breath. You become aware of the breath. And then you notice if there's any thoughts or emotions. And then return back to the breath. And then maybe your mind is drawn to something else. Then you notice that. And then return back to the breath. It's basically the same practice as before, but you're doing this more consciously. You're becoming more aware of how your mind wanders uh, in different ways. Uh, there's, so there's many different techniques of, the, uh, of meditation. There's not just one technique where you just have to like sit there and not move and like not think. Don't think, you know, you know if, you, if you have that mindset when you're doing this, you're going to think it's a reverse psychology. Your, your mind is going to resist that phrase, don't think. And, uh, it's going to think, right? I tr- tried not to think of meditation right now. Don't think about the word meditation. Don't think about it right now. Start right now. Uh, you probably thought about the word, right? Um, that's how this works. Actually, that might be an interesting exercise like if you're having trouble trying to remember something that's what you can do like don't think about this whatever that is that you're trying to remember like if you're trying to remember for instance to to do the dishes or whatever something like this you go don't don't think about doing the dishes don't don't think about it don't think about it don't think about it and it you will definitely be thinking about it um the entire time that you're doing this or most of the time Depending on how long you do this for. Um, basically working with your brain than against it is really the, the solution to this problem. To a certain extent. Like you have to find ways of decluttering your, your mind and your body and your your whatever. Not through resistance and through going, oh, this is annoying. But trying to find ways of doing this that causes less resistance. Because resistance is also a kind of effort and a clutter. How much effort are you putting into this resistance? How much effort is being put into this resistance? You can notice that by noticing the tension within your body. 
That's another question. How much tension is in your body right now? Notice this. You know, focus is a great thing, uh, but oftentimes it can create a lot of tension within your body. So become aware of this and don't resist that, that tension. Just notice it and become aware of it. And then do some deep breathing exercises and return back to peace or whatever. Oh. Uh. You know, if you're, if you're, uh, you're, 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 um, if there's too much noise or something going on around you, if, if you can find a place, a silent place, uh, you know, go to the library. Libraries are traditionally known as more silent places. It might not be also always true, but if it is, in your area, maybe that's the solution. Go to the library. Um, something like this, right? Uh, because if you're more introverted, especially noise is going to be uh, a problem for you, especially if it's overwhelming your attention. Which is basically, you know, there's different t- t- kinds, but the basics is called attention overwhelm. Like you're, you know, whatever you're paying attention to, if you have too much of that, it overwhelms your attention. And you become stuck in attention overwhelm. So anyways, um, I think I did pretty well with this one. And I will talk to you in the next episode, whenever that's going to be. Um, I plan on doing another one. I'm, I'm doing, I have like three or four that I've already made that I uh, just need to kind of complete with different segments and stuff. Like I started them. So <laughs> I got a bunch to kind of work on here. So hope you enjoyed this one and I will talk to you in the next episode.